0: Thank you. Welcome to The Impact Factor, how to get noticed, motivate millions, and make a difference in a noisy world. Ken MacArthur, what can I say about Ken MacArthur, other than Ken has become a, a good friend.
1: You know a great person when you meet him, and I just want to tell you, he's a great man.
0: He has amassed a number of experts to speak to you. Ken is one of those guys that as soon as you meet him, he just draws you in, almost like a grandfather with a chocolate bar and you're a little kid. And then Ken's also like the mother bird that he pushes you out of the nest, even when you think you're not ready to fly, and you actually do fly. So thank you, Ken, for pushing me out of the nest. All you have to do is just do a Google search on Ken MacArthur, and you can see the amazing reputation this man has. The day John Lee Dumas graduated from Providence College, he was commissioned as an officer in the U.S. Army. After a 13-month tour of duty in Iraq as an armor platoon leader, that's in tanks, he served for seven more years in the States, three active and four in the Reserves. After the Army, he set out to do what he was supposed to do, find a job. Hi, it's Charlie Seymour Jr. of the VideoMarketingGuys.com, and you're listening to Ken MacArthur's podcast, The Impact Factor. Now listen closely to this guy. He's someone who can aim you in the right direction, give you the path, push you toward your goal. He's all about impact. You want to pay attention to him, he's also a great connector. Ken MacArthur, The Impact Factor. John tried law school first, but one semester was all he needed to realize that law was just not his calling. John then headed to Boston where he accepted his first corporate job working in finance at John Hancock. After a couple years, John decided to see what the Big Apple had to offer. There John worked for a tech startup company and enjoyed all the concrete jungle had to offer. But John still hadn't quite found what he was looking for. This time John traveled far and wide in the search of passion and landed in San Diego, California. Once in San Diego, he started working in real estate. John quickly found that driving would be a big part of his daily routine, and he was in need of something that would help him pass the time spent in the car. A friend suggested that he listen to podcasts. John realized something big. There were so many great podcasts out there, but none that offered daily content. John was zipping through months of content in a single week, and he knew that if he was experiencing this problem, chances are, Others were too. John knew that he loved listening to interviews, but he also loved hearing about entrepreneurs who had made it. He had this thought that perhaps he could create a podcast that interviewed entrepreneurs. Enter John's podcast, Entrepreneur on Fire. Once he started working on Entrepreneur on Fire, there was no turning back. John was thoroughly enjoying every second of every day. Creating targeted, relevant content on a daily basis was feeding a passion so hungry that he couldn't stop. He started waking up earlier each day and working 12 hours without even noticing. John's goal was to provide as much value as possible and hopefully gain followers and fans that were benefiting from the content he was providing. Before John knew it, he had actually started building that amazing community of like-minded people who supported his vision and who were finding value in the content. That John created. John launched in late September 2012, and still, every time John receives a thank you mail, or a new subscriber, or another review in iTunes telling him that Entrepreneur on Fire has touched someone's life, that they've been inspired by the interviewees, and by the episodes they're listening to, John can't help but smile and think, I'm so lucky to be doing what I love.
1: Hi, my name is Frank Cesar. I've got to tell you this Ken MacArthur
0: is the real deal. I love that man. He's one of my very dearest friends. I'm going to recommend to anybody anything that Ken MacArthur does is what you need to go to. I first met John when he asked me for an interview for his podcast. Of course, I said yes, and I was a little bit surprised when it was scheduled a few months out, but eventually the time came, and we had a great interview, great talk, great discussion. Shortly after I recorded the podcast, I was flying to San Diego for my JV Alert live event. I just happened to bring along a Time magazine, and I was reading about how podcasts were taking over the space that radio once occupied. There were great success stories and some case studies. I just happened to notice that John Lee Dumas was mentioned in Time magazine. Good for you, I thought. You made Time magazine. And then I read a little bit more, and I saw where John's activities were generating almost $4 million in revenue. That's quite a chunk. I think you're going to be excited about this interview today. It's a great pleasure to spend some time with John. And you'll be amazed by the insights that John is able to bring to you today. Hi, my name is Dennis Strimple. I just wanted to say this is my first experience with Ken MacArthur and this very talented group of people, and I am just blown away. It's just been remarkable. I've learned more than I can even say. I'm still trying to sort it all out in my mind, changed my life in just an incredible way. Thank you, Ken. Thanks so much, uh, John, for for being with me today. I've watched your ascension, and it has been rapid. I really want to know a couple of things. I want to know a little bit of your story, but I also want to know, why do you do this stuff?
1: (laughs) Well, Ken, first and foremost, thanks for having me on the show today. I always like to jump at the opportunity to chat with you, and of course, having the opportunity to chat with your audience is a blast as well. But A little background about me, I'm just a country boy from Maine. For the first 18 years of my life, I grew up in a small town in southern Maine, went to college on a ROTC scholarship, spent four years there training as a cadet. And then when I graduated in 2002, I was commissioned as an officer. So I spent the next four years as an active duty officer in the U.S. Army. And then the four years following that in the reserves. And while I was in the reserves, I got to try a few things in the civilian world, like corporate finance, law school, commercial real estate. But nothing really clicked. Until one day I was stuck in traffic. I loved listening to podcasts to make that drive a little bit easier, Ken. But I, I ran out of podcasts. I just had no none left in my iPod, and I realized that everybody was a a weekly podcaster once a week. I saw this void that needed to be filled, a a seven-day-a-week business podcast. I knew that there must be other people out there like me who drove to work five days a week, who loved going to the gym and consuming content while they were working out. I decided to fill that void, and Entrepreneur on Fire was born in September of 2012.
0: Wow. Such a fun ride. I think it must be overwhelming. Did you start out day one, uh, with doing the daily podcast? Was that, was I that did your goal at
1: the start. I put my stake, I put my stake in the ground, Ken, and I said, you know what? I want to be different. I want to have that unique selling proposition. I want to be swimming in the blue ocean, not in the red ocean. And, and I just saw the opportunity. I saw the void that needed to be filled. So from day one, I launched with actually 40 podcasts already pre-recorded so I could keep up with that daily schedule. And here we are, 485 interviews later, I'm still going strong.
0: (laughs) That's incredible. Now, there have got to be some bumps along the road. You know, uh, the people that are listening to the Impact Factor podcast are really people that are interested in building a mass audience, that are really interested in reaching thousands if not millions of people with their ideas, products and services and, and being able to actually make a difference in the world and I know that you do that every single day of your life because I think you're all about transformation, actually changing people's lives, not just teaching them things but getting them excited about the possibilities and then moving them into action that will actually make a big difference. So, was it an easy road? Did it just all fall together? You put together uh, 40 podcast to get a head start and then everything was smooth?
1: It was an incredibly bumpy road. And Ken, it continues to be. And for anybody that listens to the journeys of entrepreneurs, that's always the case. And in fact, for me, Ken, I'm one of those people that embraces the bumpiness of the road, that I I embrace those those failures and those mistakes that I'm making literally on a daily basis. And if a couple days go by and I kind of feel like wow this is this has been smooth sailing i kind of scratch my head and say what am i doing wrong Because if I'm not pushing my boundaries, if I'm not making mistakes, if I'm not finding those bumps in the road and just slamming into them, then I'm not trying hard enough. I'm not pushing the envelope. I'm not improving as an entrepreneur. I'm now in cruise control. And when you're in cruise control, what happens, Ken? All those cars on the highway, they whip right past you. So as an entrepreneur, if you love what you do, if you're passionate about what you're doing that cruise control doesn't exist for you. You want to keep that pedal to the metal and you want to keep flying down that highway in the left lane, just kind of continuing to hit the roadblocks along the way because, again, failure is part of the journey. And that's what we need to do as entrepreneurs is embrace that journey, the bumpiness of it, the fears that we have, the rejections that we face. All of this is part of it. So instead of trying to avoid it, Just embrace it and know that if I can learn to embrace it better than my competition, that's going to put me ahead.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I love that analogy of the cruise control because (laughs) not only do we not, you know, we're just puttering along at this predetermined pace, but sometimes the car that's up in front of us is sitting there and we're about to run in that car uh, without (laughs) even noticing, right?
1: It's so true.
0: (laughs) And, you know, that's one of the magic parts of being an entrepreneur, I think, is that we have the unexpected, that we can stretch the boundaries, that we can reach beyond what, what we, what we imagined was possible. I just happened to notice yesterday in my drawer that there was a red paper clip and it reminded me of a story of a young man that actually went out and had a red paperclip and he posted a blog post and said, I'll trade this for something bigger or better, you know. And he actually, in 14 trades, managed to trade it up to a house. And so so, uh, it's a great viral marketing kind of a story, but it's also a great story of how many times when we work together, we can really add value. And I know you add value every day to the people that you touch with your podcast. Tell me a little bit about the value proposition when, you know, how do you think about that in terms of stretching the value that you can offer to the people that listen to you every day? Because you have such a massive audience. You better be doing something with it, right?
1: <laughs> so absolutely, Ken. And I've built that audience because of that value proposition. Entrepreneur on Fire is a seven-day week podcast that interviews inspiring and successful entrepreneurs and shares their journey. And this is incredible entrepreneurs that are coming on and sharing their mistakes, Ken, their failures, their lessons learned from that, their aha moments, what steps they took to take that aha moment and turn it into success, and then of course, what's currently working for them right now and why. So this is a treasure trove of information, a literal gold mine, and guess what? It's free. It is 100% free. All you need to do is go to iTunes, Stitcher Radio, my website, entrepreneuronfire.com, and these amazing interviews are waiting for you to consume at your leisure, on demand. So, By giving my audience incredible value for free so consistently, I have built that massive audience, Ken. And you're right. Now that I've built that audience, it's up to me to really continue to add value and to continue to inspire the millions that are listening. With Entrepreneur on Fire, we've been downloaded over four million times to the tune of over 500,000 unique downloads every single month. And we've done some incredible things with our audience and we have a lot of fun products and services that we continue to to create to help serve our audience now that we have that audience. So, That's one thing I really think the listeners can take away from is if you build an audience by providing great quality, free value, you can build that audience. And then once you do have that audience, there are many, many things you can do to make that business that you've created very viable.
0: You know, uh, I'm going to turn the tables on you here sure. because I know you. I know you ask every single one of your guests what their aha moment was, so you've got to have an aha moment too. So tell me what yours was.
1: So picture this, Ken. Here I wake up in the morning, like I did every single morning, put on my suit and tie, and I would drive to work as a commercial broker and. My job was good. I enjoyed it on a lot of levels, and I had a great career ahead of me. I was on a partnership track at the firm I was working at, and I spent a lot of time in the car driving to work, driving to appointments, and I never enjoyed driving. I never enjoyed commuting. I hated being stuck in traffic, but listening to podcasts made it bearable. So fortunately, I always loaded up my iPod with the great podcast host that I loved and listened to, and I jumped in the car this one morning. I was driving to work, stuck in traffic again, and lo and behold, despite my best efforts, I ran on a podcast, and I realized it actually wasn't even my fault because I had updated it completely. I just had all my podcasts that I listened to were once-a-week shows, and I was really hit then I was struck like a lightning bolt this light bulb went off this aha moment happened and I said there's no seven day a week show why is there no seven day a week show obviously it would be a ton of work but somebody that goes in and fills that void is going to find a massive audience and if you find a massive audience incredible things can happen so I rushed in, Ken. I filled that void. I created that seven-day-a-week podcast, interviewing people like yourself, Ken, inspiring and successful entrepreneurs who are willing to come on and share their journey. And within 13 months, I launched Entrepreneur on Fire from basically just an idea to a top-ranked business podcast that generates six figures a month in revenue from multiple income streams. So I just wanted to drive that point home to your listeners that, Build your audience first, and then you can build a viable business around it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I love that. I know that having that many podcasts must have affected the uh, number of people that you were able to reach because you're out there all the time. You're out there producing massive amounts of content.
1: That's absolutely. Really I mean, quality. can picture this is that for most podcasters, if they're a weekly podcast and they interview inspiring entrepreneurs, they're talking to four entrepreneurs a month. They're talking to 50 entrepreneurs a year. For myself... I'm talking to and engaging with and building relationships with 30 entrepreneurs a month, 365 entrepreneurs a year. People like yourself, Ken, who I've been able to have on my show, have a great conversation with, build a relationship, and have opportunities like this where now I'm coming on to your podcast and talking to your amazing audience. Something that you've done, Ken, is build an amazing audience. So every time you send out an email... That is powerful. And that's one thing that I really think the listeners can take from that is the power of a lot of the successful entrepreneurs is the fact that they've grown and cultivated their audiences. And for me, somebody who launched just 18 months ago with zero experience, with zero audience, was able to grow a huge audience in a short period of time because of this powerful medium. Of podcasting.
0: I love that. And I see you all over the place now <laughs> with a lot of my friends. Uh, right. I, I did uh, listen to your uh, interview with uh, Joel Com, and I saw you out there with Mike Koenigs, who actually started his whole podcast. Uh, Operation uh, at uh, a JV Alert live event. Maybe you didn't know this, but uh, he actually uh, drew out the plan for his original uh, Traffic Geyser program on the back of a napkin, literally at a JV Alert live event. Let me ask you this What degree have live events had in your growth of your audience? I know that you just got back from. Las Vegas, where you did a presentation at a great event there. How have live events really impacted your growth?
1: Massively, Ken. And they were, in fact, literally the rocket fuel that propelled me into orbit from day one. So to give you a real quick background with my experience with live events, when I decided to podcast, I had no idea what my next step was going to be. Fortunately, a friend said, You need to find a mentor, somebody that knows what they're doing in this space. So I reached out to a podcaster who I knew, liked, and trusted, Jamie Tardy of The Eventual Millionaire. I asked her to mentor me. It wasn't cheap. I had to invest in myself, but I was willing to do that. And the first thing she said to me, Ken, you need to go, John, to Blog World, New York City. June in 2012. That was the date that I was talking to her back in June. She's like, this is the next major conference. You need to go down to it to see what you're getting into. Because again, I was in law school. I was in commercial real estate. I was in corporate finance. I was an officer in the army. I didn't even know this world existed. So I went down to Blog World in New York City back in 2012 when it was still called Blog World. And Jamie Tardy was speaking, Pat Flynn, Derek Halpern, Cliff Ravenscraft, Michael Stelzner, Michael Hyatt. I got to meet and see all of these amazing entrepreneurs, shake their hands, share with them very quickly what my idea was for a daily podcast. And after they kind of laughed and said that I was crazy, they said, you know what, when you're ready, give me a call, shoot me an email, I'd love to be on. So I got my first few yeses, Ken, for Entrepreneur on Fire because I went to a live conference. Because I invested in myself and because I was willing to go up and shake the hands of people that were speaking, that were presenting, that were doing amazing things in this world. Get those initial yeses. So when I went back to my studio in Maine, which is where I was living in the time, and I could put my head down during my summer of fire 2012 and just learn how to podcast, get more guests. I was able to get 40 more guests lined up because my email, Ken, said... Pat Flynn is in the lineup. Michael Hyatt's in the lineup. Will you join me as well for a 25-minute Skype conversation? And that social proof was all I needed, Ken, to get that ball rolling. So when I launched in September, I had those 40 interviews in the can, and I launched with a bang, so much so that just three months after I launched, I was asked to go speak at the Blog World in January 2013 in Vegas about my success. So they actually had changed at that point from Blog World to New Media Expo by Blog World. So in January of 2013, Only six months after I had been to my first conference and only three months after I had launched, I was speaking at that conference and it was an amazing (laughs) experience. And then like you said, Ken, fast forward one year, I just returned as an alumni speaker where I spoke three times. I had two great hangouts for Fire Nation. It was an amazing experience and I owe it all to the start of live conferences.
0: That's amazing. You know, you talked about going up to the speakers and asking them uh, to be interviewed, and it it reminds me of the experience that I had when I wrote my book, Impact: How to Get Noticed, Motivate Millions, and Make a Difference in a Noisy World. And I wanted to get some interviews, and I actually went out. The first person that I tried to contact was Jeff Bezos from uh... amazon yeah and uh... jeff turned me down actually his uh... secretary turned me down and said i'm sorry he's just uh... he's too busy to do it And i remember i went out on my blog and i posted and said yes Jeff Bezos just turned me down for an interview, and I'm on to the next one. And the next one was Craig Newmark, founder of Craigslist. Right. And Craig said yes so graciously. <laughs> and he's, he's still uh, he's still on my uh, Facebook friends today, and, and uh, it's it's amazing how accessible people really are. So have you had trouble giving people? You've got a lot of people that have gone through this now. That's like four hundred and something people, right?
1: Absolutely. We are approaching very quickly our five hundredth interview, which is coming up later this month. So I have been astounded By if you just approach people in a very polite, professional way, and you show that you can add some value, and the way that you can add value as a host of a podcast or as an interviewer is saying, "Hey, listen, this is my audience. I have over a hundred thousand listens of entrepreneurs, of entrepreneurs, of small of small business owners." What I'm What I'm looking to do is just bring you on for a 25-minute Skype conversation. I mean, here we are, Ken. It's 6.45 a.m. in the morning Pacific time. I mean, what else would I be doing right now? I'd be walking my dog maybe, (laughs) but I mean, I can jump on a call with you for 25 minutes. It's so worth my time because here we are. We're having a great conversation, and then it's going to be shared with hundreds and thousands and tens of thousands of people around the world evergreen. I mean, there's going to be somebody listening to this in 2015, no doubt, because that's the beauty of podcasts. So people like myself and people like Seth Godin, Gary Vaynerchuk, Tim Ferriss, They have always been saying yes to a lot of these podcast interviews because they know the outreach that could happen from it. And I just had Gary Vaynerchuk approach me for a second time, ask to come, ask this time to come back on my show for his book, Jab, 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 Right Hook. So this is just a great opportunity for people now to build an audience. And once you've built that audience and you have that value proposition, people will start coming to you. And just the last note, Ken, is about six months ago, I reached a tipping point where I stopped reaching out to people because I was having so many incredibly qualified people reaching out to me, I became more of just a scheduler than, ha- than someone having to go out and continuously ask people. So even for a seven-day-a-week business podcast, 365 days of the year, literally, I don't send emails out to request guests anymore, and I reached that tipping point And if you build a big enough audience, and by you I mean the listener, you will too.
0: So, what's the one thing that you would tell uh, somebody to focus on if they want to create a mass audience using a podcast? What's the one thing you know? Because I I just finished the book, (laughs) the one thing which is uh, a really interesting book, which which really talks about uh, focus, you know, and, and how we can do so much more if we're focused on one particular thing, the one thing that will make everything else that we want to achieve so much easier and better. What's the one thing that somebody could do if they want to really reach a mass audience as quickly as possible in podcasting?
1: The one thing is get a mentor in the podcasting field that you know, like, and trust, that you're willing to invest in yourself for that mentor's time. It's exactly what I did with Jamie Tardy. I actually mentor four people on an ongoing monthly basis because I believe in the power of giving back and paying it forward. And I love taking these four mentees that I have and bringing them to the promised land with this massive audience and showing them the way. So the one thing, Ken, would be find a mentor. And what the great part about that is gonna happen is that one thing is gonna spur so many different things because that mentor is going to encourage you to become part of a powerful mastermind of like-minded entrepreneurs to continue to support your dreams and your ventures. And that mentor is going to encourage you to join a podcasting community like what I've created, which is Podcasters Paradise. And that's a community where anybody can just join and learn how to create, grow, and monetize their podcast with 100 video tutorials, a community forum, and we do monthly webinars with Today's Top Podcasters. There's other great courses out there. Cliff Ravenscraft, the podcast answer man, has podcasting A to Z. That's a four-week step-by-step course. So there are some great tools out there, but it all starts with finding the right mentor who's willing and able to guide you down that road.
0: I love that. I love that. So I, I know that you've got uh, a very, very busy day planned, and I won't let you get on to it. But uh, but just one final uh, thing. What's the next big thing for you? What is the next <laughs> set and the next vision? And where are you going from here?
1: We are so excited for 2014, Ken. What we're doing every single week as we are holding a free podcast workshop every single week it's a live workshop it's a free workshop anybody can join that workshop at podcastersparadise.com and that's what we're really focused on for 2014 Ken because we've had so much success with podcasting the entrepreneur on fire team that we just want to continue to educate and to share what we've learned literally with the world so on a weekly basis, we're bringing on hundreds of people to these free podcast workshops. We're sharing with them some incredibly exciting tools, tips, and tactics, and so much more. And that's every week. Again, podcastersparadise.com. We change up the dates and times all the time. But the, the next one will always be right there on that website that you can su- subscribe to and claim your spot. And it's totally free. It's 100% live. And Ken, we have a lot of fun.
0: I bet you do. Well, you know, it's been a pleasure for me to get to know you. Uh, thank you for reaching out to me and asking me to be on Entrepreneur on Fire. Yeah. I love the experience, and it was a, a great time. and And I, I love the fact that we're we're uh, developing such a. A group of people that uh, surround us that are just amazing, positive, and giving back to the world. Uh, so many connections that we have uh, together now. I just uh, connected with Pat Flynn, who you who you mentioned. So uh, it's, it's great to be in your life, and I'm looking forward to developing this relationship for a long, long time to come.
1: The feeling is 100% mutual, Ken. I'm so excited for this podcast that you're creating to go live and to just see everything that happen so congratulations on all your success and thank you so much for this opportunity
0: thanks so much for being here amazing amazing stuff we'll have of course all the show notes on the uh, on the podcast page and definitely check out everything that John Lee Dumas has Uh, he's an amazing gift uh, to everyone that he meets so thanks so much thank you be sure and subscribe to this broadcast on iTunes Download the recording, stuff it in your file of learning materials, and let's make an impact together. This is my first introduction to Ken, and I have to say I think he's an absolutely phenomenal individual. He has felt like he has held my hand, even though he
1: really hasn't, to try and help me move forward in my projects that I'm working on. His caring demeanor is absolutely astonishing. I would like to highly recommend that you check out Ken MacArthur and anything that he has to offer. Uh, Ken has given me some awesome advice. In fact, um, I consider Ken a legend in the internet marketing uh, arena and I go to him anytime I'm about to uh, launch a new product or if I need uh, marketing advice or strategic advice, I go to Ken first because I know um, that his advice is gold, it's pure gold. So uh, make sure that um, you pick up anything that Ken has to offer offer, get to an event of his, Uh, you're going to find, you're going to learn a ton from this man. Um, Highly recommended. And I just want to say that if you ever have a chance to meet Ken MacArthur in
0: person, you have to take that chance. Just drop whatever you're doing, take time off from work, and just go to whatever event he is hosting, because it's just an incredible experience. The latest and greatest information is always available at KenMacArthur.com.